0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. is TalkSport Daily. Hello,
1: hello, happy Monday gang. Welcome to the first ever Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. With me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, there's only one place to start and that's Manchester United. And the fact they have now sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after their 4-1 defeat. Close game that at Watford on Saturday. He leaves after three years in charge with the club at 7th. In the Premier League, relevant of where they are I don't know why that's been written in Anyway, Michael Carrick is now in temporary charge But here's all the fallout to Solskjaer's sacking across the day And you'll hear from the likes of Wayne Rooney, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola And Mickey Gray, who missed the penalty on TalkSport He didn't miss the penalty on TalkSport, he missed that in the playoff final Don't laugh TalkSport Breaking
2: News
0: some breaking news in the last few minutes, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has officially been sacked as the manager of Manchester United. He shouldn't
2: have come to the stage where a club legend, someone who scored the winning goal in a European Cup final to seal a historic treble, is being jeered by his own supporters. He didn't deserve that exit. And I felt sorry for him yesterday. I think everybody will feel sorry for him because what you can say about Oli is that he's handled himself in a very difficult job with great dignity.
3: I wish him all the best. Uh, it was a pleasure to face him uh... He beat me. He beat us a me more than I, I I wanted. I think he's done a good job. I think um, he's got a bit of um, he's brought a bit of stability back to the club. He brought a
4: bit
5: of soul back to the club. He lifted the fans. He played some very attractive football at times. We got to a final. You know, obviously we came second in the league last year. I think we probably
1: overachieved as well.
5: I'm
4: feeling a bit uh, sad this morning. But when I saw Ole go to the crowd yesterday, when I saw the wave, I thought it was ominous. Really.
1: You know, the most haunting image for him. I think will not be of the crowd at the new camp. It would be the reaction of the way end yesterday when he went to them. That will haunt him.
2: I think he should have gone after the Liverpool game. Very difficult for any manager to survive a five 0 defeat at home to your arch rivals.
0: I think that's probably what is the most alarming thing about the sacking is that maybe that it went on for so long. I think everyone that watched them lose to Liverpool, it was quite obvious then really that the way things were going to go. What he's guilty of is that he's shown way too lo- too much loyalty to players that haven't played well for him. And that sends messages to the players who can't get in the team, who yeah. get upset and angry because they think they deserve the chance. Why have they gone through an international break? Why have they not made a change? Why have they then come back the first game after that and ma- tried to make the de- and made the decision then?
4: It shouldn't have been allowed to get to that position. Should have, there should have been a change six weeks ago,
1: maybe after the Liverpool game before Conte went to Spurs?
4: It's unfortunate. Well, the football at Man United this season has been so below par. And when you look at the other sides, Chelsea, Liverpool and Manchester City, there's there's a gulf. There's a huge gap between those three sides of Manchester United and things needed to change.
2: Ollie's been there three years. He came in as interim manager, but surely after Liverpool, the board should have got together and said that this is untenable now.
4: Some of the players must take responsibility, and I know the book stops with the manager, but some of the players are just not the standards of this club.
0: Yeah, no, listen, I'm buzzing that he's finally gone. I've, I've been an Ollie out from the, the first day he got the job. Yeah, a sad day.
4: Um, Ollie will always be a legend, and because we can't continue on like this anymore. Obviously,
2: the gap's getting bigger and bigger. He should never have been in the job. For all those who are feeling sorry for him, I'm one Manchester United fan. I'm sorry to
1: say that, that he's smiling from cheek to cheek this morning.
3: Obviously, you know, when you're at a club
2: like Manchester United, if the results are um, what, you, what they want, um, ultimately it will cost you the job. So um, um, I'm gutted for Ollie, but a club like Manchester
0: United will... I'm sure they'll be doing the work now to move on and get the right man in.
5: I just don't know what the answer is.
4: I'm just in shock. I think other managers would have would have easily lost their job a long time before Ollie lost his job. Now, if anybody was going to lose their post, then I think it was time for Oli Gunnar
2: Solskjaer to maybe go. I mean, we're in the ridiculous situation now where they have an interim manager in Michael Carrick while they're looking for an interim manager... <laughs> to take over until the end of the season.
0: The decision to stick with him has left them in the situation they find themselves in at the moment in that they don't have a replacement ready to go.
1: That is as big a shambles as I've seen, I would say, ever. Please,
4: let's not all expect that we have to win it all the time. We've won 13 leagues out of 25. Just accept it and and it's going to be a a rebuilding process. They have to get it right in the next couple of weeks because I think they're 12 points behind Chelsea right now. They have to sort that out because their form... It's been absolutely terrible over the last couple of months.
3: Hopefully we can, yeah, one day see each other again. It
1: was getting to the stage where it could have tarnished his it reputation. Was cruel.
3: It,
2: it was, was cruel. cruel. I feel a little bit numb, to be honest, and it's a strange feeling. i numb for weeks, on weeks, yeah,
0: on yeah. weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks. We've had that, to
2: sit here and listen to you bash Ollie. And and I'm usually very happy to say I told you so and to be proved right.
4: But in this case, I'm not. The Gettle Sholzner is weak. He's the weakest manager I've seen in the premiership. I blame one person and one person only, and it's Alex Ferguson. He has too much say, too much power at the club
1: that he doesn't let other managers do their job.
2: But let's hear from the man himself, because Ole Selschar, Shah bizarrely perhaps, has given a farewell interview to MUTV. Here's what he said. It's not for everyone, and I've had the, the opportunity, and I'm
5: so uh, honoured and privileged to have been, been trusted to take the club forward and I really hope that uh, I leave it in a better
1: state uh, than when I came. So the search begins for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's successor as Manchester United manager. Michael Carrick will be in charge for tomorrow's trip to Villarreal in the Champions League which, would you believe, is live on TalkSport 2. But TalkSport understands the club are confident in bringing in Maurizio Pochettino in the summer. Plenty of people had their say on who United should appoint next, including suggestions for uh, Roy Keane, Sir Alex Ferguson, who suggests... And even Arsenal legend Arsene Wenger, as ridiculous.
2: Michael Carrick will now take charge of the team for forthcoming games, while the club looks to appoint an interim manager to the end of the season. I don't think they would get Pochettino out of Paris Saint-Germain Mid-season, I think if PSG don't win the Champions League, then he'll probably be available as a free agent anyway. Somebody of
4: the elk of Poch, I think he'd be a tremendous appointment for us. We're not going to get him now.
5: You would uh, work on the defensive shape, whether you're going to play the uh, three centre-halves, whether you're going to play like, the uh, four at the back, and you would look at the personnel, and I think as an interim manager, you can actually be brave.
2: I can see the appeal with Zidane, particularly that he's worked with uh, Rafael Varane and Cristiano Ronaldo before he's a proven winner. He's someone who will immediately command the respect of what at the moment seems to be a very disjointed, very divided dressing room. The
4: opportunity to um, to reunite with players like Ronaldo, like Varanez, it's a very attractive squad. To be honest with you, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think they have a clear idea. There's been so many names being banded about Zidane, uh, the gentleman from Ajax, Brendan Rogers, You know, so many names being banded about. I've made moves in the Champions League before. I can go in here, make a real name for myself. He'll always have the question mark over his head. Otherwise, you know, he did it at Madrid. Was that just kind of a one-time thing? I I think he'd like the opportunity to
5: prove himself. You try and create a siege mentality where... Man United is a story now. You know, you you pull everybody together and have a meet and say, right, everybody wants us to fail, by the way. We've got to sort ourselves out in this dressing room. We've got to play for each other and play for the club and play for the badge.
2: There's
1: no better man to put in charge than Sir Alex. Get him back. Get him in the dugout till the end of the season.
4: Perhaps Carrick and... uh... Fletcher leading the guys until the end of the season, I'm not entirely sure. The name
2: that I keep coming back to, actually, is somebody who I think has publicly said that he would fancy the job is uh, Ralph Ranick, who who is currently unemployed.
1: If you wanted somebody to come in and kick some bots, for the short term, the guy I would recommend is Roy Keane. He's been outspoken a few times. He'd get him going. Could
2: there be a case, and is there a possibility that they would answer the call, of someone at Manchester United, maybe Sir Alex Ferguson picking the phone up and asking someone like Arsene Wenger to come in till the end of the season.
5: Well, you've been drinking before, like, come on in. <laughs> Have you been, you've got little tops of whiskey somewhere? You think Arsene Wenger would go as an interim well, he manager? Doesn't, he doesn't like Arsenal Manchester anymore, much. does he? One that I'd throw in
4: there, and it might be a little bit controversial, but you talk about organising the team and getting the best out of them would be Roberto Mancini.
5: Do you know who would be perfect? Who? Holy Gunnar Solskjaer, if he
2: hadn't taken over from Mourinho. It's a farce. They should have had a plan in place after the Europa League final because he was always going to lose his job after that. And they definitely should have had a plan in place after Liverpool when Antonio Conte was on the market and willing to entertain an offer for that job.
5: Michael's going to be in charge. Michael's, I've got the utmost respect. He's, I, I love Michael to bits. Becoming emotional now because he's top. And um, no, nah, um, they'll, be, they'll be fine. I'll, I'll watch them and support them.
1: Now, talking of Man City. Have I talked about Man City? Did they mention Man City in the last week? They must have mentioned Man City in the life. Anyway, I wasn't talking, I'm guessing, in the life. It doesn't matter. They cruised to a 3 0 win over Everton in Sunday's lunchtime Premier League game. Pep Guardiola's side, Guardiola's side, move up to second in the table. Here's how all the action sounded on Talksport
4: finished Manchester City 3, Everton 0. A real dominant performance from start to finish from
3: Pep Guardiola and his Manchester City side. We handled it emotionally much, much better than other games, in the past especially. And uh, yeah, so satisfied and very pleased for the performance we have done after international break against Everton. Obviously, you have to, to be disappointed uh, at the end. But uh, in terms of uh, the performance of the team, we were well organized, we defend with intensity but we were not a
5: threat. Normally, Benitez's teams are difficult to play against, they're difficult to break down. We've been watching it sort of intermittently, just looking up. They weren't difficult to break down today at all.
3: He could play with five in the back or four but it doesn't matter what And Always they are incredibly well organised. Every movement happen, makes sense. That's why it's so good in, in, in this type of movement. To defend against a good team all the time, it was not easy and any mistake you can pay for that and we did it. The game finished today, Manchester City 3, Everton 0. We knew that the injuries will be a problem for us, and they are a problem for us at the moment, so hopefully we can bring some players back and then we can we can go to January uh, with some points and then we can start thinking about solutions. No, no, long run, I don't know. We won today, we're going to try to win on Wednesday and after we Ham, so the runs, I never thought about the runs or whatever. The important thing is we have an incredible tough calen- calendar away, and we are not top of the lead, but we are not far away, one game at a time, and after we'll see how is our level at the end of the season.
1: Meanwhile, Tottenham hot Spurs came from behind to beat Leeds United 2-1 in Antonio Conte's first Premier League game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Here's all the reaction to that win on Darren Men's Boot Room on Talksport.
0: You can hear it there as the full-time whistle goes. It is the Spurs fans that are celebrating because it was a very different story in the second half. pierre Emile Hoiberg levelling things up just shy of the hour mark and Sergio reggion scoring his first goal for Tottenham, completed the comeback, tapping home after Eric Dier's free kick deflected onto the post and bounced back into the box.
3: It was a difficult win, we created chances to, to score. We scored two goals. Maybe we deserve it to, to score more goals. For sure, an, an important win.
2: We've seen it today. That's a classic case of an elite manager yep. getting his team over the line because they weren't great today, Spurs, particularly in the first half. He's got them into the changing room. He'd have read the riot act. They came out. They've scored the two goals. The way he was whipping the, the, the crowd up, they'll love that, the Tottenham fans. And you can see what it means to him. He's got that aura. I think to win
3: in this way, is good. We have, uh, I think, uh, a lot of space for
1: improvement. When he gets in that dressing room, he will not be happy with that performance. And that is an elite manager. Not happy with, with the, he'll be happy with a win. Absolutely delighted. But there is a lot more to come from Tottenham. He knows it. This is a, a point to start
3: to start uh, for for the rest of, of the season.
1: So that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tonight at 10 pm on Andy Ghost in Sports Bar. It's a late one. Why don't they just get it over and done with and give me the Monday drive time? Anyway, I love that show. 10 pm Sports Bar. Can't wait for that. Alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy, taking your calls on the weekend's action. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Ghost Talksport daily podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then. Thanks for listening. Have a simply mega day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.